0: Hi, I'm Ryan, and this week I'll give you a Randy Gregory status update that will blow your mind.
1: Hi, I'm Casey. What a a clear-cut spreads this week,
2: which means I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Hi, I'm Jay, and get ready for my kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, Pick of the week. You're gonna be wrong again. Yeah. Yeah. Go Redskins. Really?
3: Yeah.
2: All
1: right. Welcome back in. Just another football show.
2: Preview time. Preview time. It's Friday. We're gonna talk. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna do that every week. Every probably. week.
1: Every Help. week. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about all the matchups for Week Three, minus the one that we already talked about. Yeah. On the well, last all the matchups. Episode. That's how these things work. Anywho, so we're gonna we're gonna dive in. We're gonna do these. We're gonna see what we have left for time, and maybe have a couple conversations afterwards. Okay. As
2: reward for getting through these quickly. Hey. Hey, see? That's how you get us to stick at times You reward I so. us. I don't think that's a thing. But... Some cookies. Punishment's clearly not working. Yeah. yeah that's, that's
3: actual true.
2: <laughs> Wait, so, you've had punishments? <laughs> he calls us fuck sticks. That's not a good thing. Oh, I just thought that was the term of endearment. Well, You is. know, like a boo-boo kitty face. Yeah,
3: call
0: your kid a fuck stick.
2: Well, well sometimes the name warrants the behavior. When my,
1: I have flipped my kid off with her back turned multiple times. <laughs> Do it to her face, Casey. I have thrown a pillow across the room with my child. <laughs> Factual.
2: I hope DHS isn't listening.
1: So we uh, we got a couple of games that we're going to deep dive. We're going to rapid fire some stuff. We're going to see how it goes.
0: Yes. That's the plan. The first one is one we have to do, right? We have
1: to do it. It may not have necessarily been uh, required, but uh, me and Jam's team's squaring off this week.
2: Jesus. Uh, in, in Arrowhead, yes. At Arrowhead, at yes. Arrowhead. Home at- opener. Home
1: opener for Oof. the Chiefs,
0: yeah. Pat Mahomes is throwing like 100 touchdowns. Right. Yeah, that's what I've heard. A dozen or something.
1: 49ers at Chiefs. Chiefs are a five-point favorite at home.
0: Yeah.
1: Respectable. It's fine. That's not terrible. Again, defense
2: isn't great. It went down so one from yesterday.
1: It did. It opened at six. I, I, don't wow. know. I, I read it opened at six, but this was supposed to be the opening line. I don't know. Either way, Chiefs are favored in this game. Um, I think this is going to be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, it it absolutely should be like, like the, the chiefs offense is just fun to watch. Uh, we talked about <coughs> it a little bit on Wednesday chiefs <laughs> offense has so many weapons this week. They, they, they trotted out Sammy Watkins and, and Travis Kelsey to each go for a hundred yards. Uh, the week before it was the Tyreek kill show. You know, who's it going to be this week? Chris Conley, DeMarcus Robinson, just some other dude I've never heard of. That's going to pop off. DeAnthony Tom. Like there's so many options here. Uh you can't scheme to prevent it. You can't have enough guys on defense to make sure that this team can't do no. something
2: no the only thing that San Francisco can try to do is outscore them and I don't know if they can they no i don't I don't think they can The one thing they do a great job of though is time and possession. Like, that offense takes and, a long fucking time to get down the field.
0: And that will help, right? If, you, if you're taking up time, if you're, you're eating up minutes at, at, on each drive, that's less time for Pat Mahomes to be on the field. We know he doesn't necessarily need a lot of time to score, right? Yeah. But you're limiting the chance, the, the literal number of times he gets to step on the field so, by, taking yeah. up, by, by owning that time of possession.
2: Here's, right? a, here's a team that I saw walk into week one in a matchup that I thought we were going to get blown out of the water, and they were competitive. They hung in there. The game plan for Dalvin Cook, they figured out how to take him out after a very impressive first series. Um, they kind of kept Cousins in check. Uh, and that that offense has a lot of firepower. I hope that the Niners can do this again. I, this offense is a better offense, but at the same time, this defense is not as good as the defense they were up against week one. Uh, week two, they came out. San Francisco came out, and got off to a huge lead, and then got comfortable and cute with it. They started throwing some of those crazy wrinkle uh, Kyle Shanahan plays. And then I hate the explanation that all the uh, commentators give those. As well, maybe they weren't looking to score on that, but what Kyle Shanahan likes to do is throw these plays out there. He's setting it up. He's setting it up for future weeks. Like He sees a matchup ahead of time where this is going to work doesn't make any fucking sense to me
0: it's like playing checkers versus chess right but yeah. but you have to win some of the times you play in checkers exactly
2: too. you can't just yeah, exactly like how when it's so much easier just to jump to get your uh, your guy kinged up as opposed to trying to get checkmate at a matchup two weeks from now that you're not even in yet
0: yeah you can't talk about how good you are at uh, at chess and then get your ass kicked at checkers. So um, I was just gonna, I was going to verify that
1: that was the metaphor. That just yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's just it's little, yeah, it's a
0: little as a little little beat, but I, I think it works. Um, what I do see working in San Francisco's possible advantage here, right? Because ultimately, I I do think the Chiefs will win. I think they're too hard to stop. So. But what the what the forty nine ers can do is a their defensive line is very good, not at, just at at rushing the passer and and Pat Mahomes is a very young. Quarterback, mm-hmm. he he can, he can be thrown off, right? He hasn't, he hasn't really he hasn't been yet. flustered yet. But the the forty nine ers defensive line is very good, as it should be. There are a ton of first round, top ten picks on that defensive line, or top fifteen picks. Uh, they also, as of right now, Matt Breida is the rushing leader for this team, uh, for for the league. Excuse me, one hundred eighty four yards. He has twenty two rushes, and he has the one touchdown. I believe that also makes him the leader on the team. Um, well, I would hope so. I, if you want to check, and yeah. you got the. Open. No. It's just little Okay, here. no, go ahead. Uh, but if they can do that, if, if Jimmy Jimmy G can not fuck up, and he hasn't really too much.
2: Yeah. He got lucky against well, Detroit that there was a hold on George Kittle. You got to be lucky. That's too. a different. Yeah.
0: You need to be good and you need to be lucky. So uh, I think that they could play ball control. Now, the question, like you said, is that Shanahan offense? They tend to get cute when it is not necessarily uh, ideal. Um, but you know George Kittle's good. Their defensive line is good. Uh, Richard Sherman is there. I don't know. That Here's he, yeah, yeah.
2: Th- with the Chiefs, we saw um, uh, what's his name? Tight end from Pittsburgh.
0: Uh, Jesse James.
2: Tear him up, right? Hundred. They couldn't cover him. Nine. Couldn't okay. figure it out. Yep. The- George Kittle statistically top five tight end right now. Um, coming into this game, and Kyle Shanahan knows how to utilize him. Get that going in his offense. He could have a huge game. That could be a huge difference maker here. Uh they couldn't keep uh Pittsburgh's tight end in check. Will they be able to figure out how to game plan for George Kittle? I don't see any way that the Niners can slow this offense down. Like you said, that defensive line's great. If they can get back there, get some pressure. We have yet to see how Patrick Mahomes can handle that. I mean, everyone's got a game plan until you're smacked in the mouth. It's
0: a Mike Tyson quote.
2: So if you can get him going and you know get him on his you know, rear a couple times and kind of get him scrambling about, get him off of his game plan, maybe make him make some mistakes. We saw in the preseason that, you know, that that gunslinger mentality that everyone loves and are attacking him for sometimes yep. can be a detriment. You get some rushes. You disguise some coverages. You make him make mistakes. That's how you try and beat him. I just don't know if this team's capable of doing that.
0: We did see a Kansas State team last week that could not salt away a game where they had a massive lead. Um, they, they
2: No, they're, this is going to be the problem against one of Against one of the best offenses in the league, though, as well.
0: Yeah, but when you're up 21-zip at the end of the first quarter, run the damn ball. Run the ball until the other team goes And, that's something, that I mean, they, yeah. and if, that's something that they
2: won't be able to do.
0: They weren't having a lot of success on the ground.
2: And that's something that they won't be able to do against San Francisco yeah, either.
0: Probably not. The Chiefs, if they want to go the distance, uh, at least into the playoffs, they will need to learn to run the ball a little bit better.
1: That's true. And I think that they've, I mean, they were able to do it last year. It's last year's team compared to this year. So that's not exactly fair. But um, they've got the parts to do it. They just haven't committed
2: to it. They haven't had to. Here's a weird point slash comparison from last year's team to this year's team. Because the only thing that's really different is the quarterback position, right? And now you got Patrick Mahomes who can torch you down the field, so defenses are paying more attention to the back end. So the run game should be opened up right now, right? Yeah, Theoretic. as opposed to what it was when Alex in Smith theory. was in there when you're loading the box because you know he's just going to do dunk and dink kind of passes. So if I think
1: the one that I've sort of been on all year, which I think was sort of proven out a little bit more this last week with Travis Kelsey going off, was it sort of opens up the middle of the field. You know, I think we saw a yeah. lot of that crossing route. You know, because you've. You got Tyreek on one side, you got Sammy Watkins on the other. You know, sort of opens up the middle of the field. I we saw how much trouble Kansas City had with Jesse James this past week. I and Juju, I think too. and Juju, yes. I think uh, I think that we may be in for a George Kittle game here. If um, we can, um, maybe that's me projecting, as I just
2: traded for him in fantasy yeah. this week. But hopefully, uh, I, um, Goodwin, if he's healthy and can come that's back, to possibility would be a big difference. He's questionable. You finally so. saw Pierre Garcon kind of look like what he had previously looked. In this game, um, uh, there was a lot of talk this week, especially if you listen to the broadcast of this game, um, how much Garoppolo loves Dante Pettis.
0: And Pettis has looked
2: very good. Pettis has looked good, and I've never heard of this, so I don't know how much this happens, because they were harboring on it like crazy. But apparently in practice, Garoppolo has been lining up as the receiver where Pettis should be, making Pettis sit under center where Garoppolo would be. And running where he wants Pettis to be on these routes to show him from his vantage point what he's looking at and where he wants him to be out there. I don't know if that's some next-level shit or if this happens a lot. I've never heard of this before up until this point. But they've got a connection and a chemistry that a first-year quarterback starting his uh, first-year and a rookie that you just don't kind of see that. Yet
0: I, I very much like Dante Pettis. There are a lot of wide receivers drafted this year, uh, and some of them had good year good weeks. The second week, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley went off this week. Cartland Sutton had a touchdown too, I believe. So, but Dante Pettis might uh, might be the best wide receiver in this draft. So, um, I think he has a chance to pop off here as well. Uh, I would like to put out point out on the the cream hunt thing. Cream uh, Hunt has twelve uh, more rushes, so almost a third more rushes. Then Matt Breida, Matt Breida has sixty more yards than him. So
2: well, he I, got all the sixty sh- yards on sh- one play. Sh-
0: Guess what? Cream Hunt can run for sixty yards if he wants. Yes, he just yeah. hasn't done it yet. Just so.
2: hasn't had the. Well, like Casey said, they haven't really game planned or needed it to rush the ball. You're, when you can throw it will and just have
0: at it, why I, not? I'm guessing when you're up twenty-one, you're going to want to run the ball, run it well, so that way you don't risk the uh, Steelers That's or some true, other. But team they weren't do even we.
1: doing that last year in the playoffs. So yeah. I mean, well, at the why same, start now? Yeah, and did they
0: win the Super Bowl? I didn't. Huh, maybe but it's not Andy working
1: Reed's, for a... him. <laughs> yeah, you try to explain that, to Andy Reid. Good luck uh, with that. Andy
0: Reid is doing. If all you're right. going to do
1: that, also have a conversation about clock management. Then take him to the Waffle House, sit yeah, him down, have a little conversation. All right, so Chiefs, Niners. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I feel like it's we the first were... time I've done that this year. We're week three, so you're, um, you're so they're... they're going to lose. Yeah. That's how this works.
2: I'm upset that we couldn't make the trip for this game. Was really yep. looking forward to going down for this one. Um, the last time you and me went to one of these games, it didn't pan out so good for me. And I am 0-3 going to see the 49ers play live, so at, maybe I'm a good thing I'm not going to this game. Fair. That being said, I'm still on Kansas City. I don't see any way that uh, this Niners secondary can hold up with the weapons they have. Um, we might get lucky, might be able to force some sacks, some turnovers, some incom- you know something like that. But just this offense right now is just so freaking scary. So good. I'm taking Kansas City.
0: Well, I do think that the Chiefs are a little overhyped right now. Um, I, I do think that they have a lot. They have a lot for a defensive coordinator to try to take away. And, and it's, quite frankly, it's, it's too much. Uh, I do think that the Chiefs will win this game. If this game was in San Francisco, though, I would seriously consider taking San Francisco. Uh, I know maybe that's just me being wild and crazy, right? But um, I think this might be closer than we give it credit for. But I will take the Chiefs, especially since we talked about it before. This is the Chiefs' hope home opener. Yeah. Uh, if they weren't excited coming into the year, they were. They're excited now. Chiefs are two and zero. Yeah, 2-0, yeah 2-0, you
2: know you, your first home games two and zero. Like you said, Pat Mahomes. Just yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think
1: this is this is Chiefs. Place is going to be loud. Yep. That's and that's a factor. Arrowhead is in fact a
0: fact absolutely. I think it's in one of the best NFL. uh one of the best home field advantages in the league. That's uh, what they say. That's what they say. Well, there's, there's stats for this. I just haven't looked at them. It's true. Uh
1: Chargers at Rams. Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles. Rams at home. I technically I suppose. Sure. Yeah, weird. How's that work when the, y'all they, they
0: don't uh, share, they, the
1: stadium. They don't, yet. share yet. a yet. stadium Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next year I believe, right? Is that next year it opens?
0: Uh, believe I believe so.
1: Rams technically at home, favored
0: by seven against the Chargers. This is that's too much. I agree with you. That's too much. The the Rams and I I, I started to broach this topic a little bit on on Wednesday's episode. Save you it because it, it's going to come up. Oh when my god! Get there. What? Save we it again. Where? When can I say if anything? we get
2: there at the end of this? The who they beat argument. I mean, that's where you're going. Am right? I not allowed to That's where you're soccer soccer going. That's where you're going. No, no, it's they fine. Beat. We can we can we, we can talk about through it now. It's fine. You know who they beat. Two bad football teams, but they did it soundly, which is what good football teams they are supposed to do. They were it half with the Raiders. On a Calm Monday night, down. week one, and they came out and made the adjustments and smacked them around. To be fair, the, the away team on Monday night, does, week one, does not
0: usually play well. So that's a thing. Uh, to be fair, the Chargers have only beat one team, and that was probably the worst team in the league. That's fair. <clears throat> so it's hard to Less say. Less soundly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Maybe. Uh, score, I mean, they scored fi- more points final, than we really thought they should have. Final yeah. score. We've talked about that. Final score wise, yes, it was a closer game than it should have been. Um, I'm having a hard time gauging where this Chargers team is. Uh, That's very true. And part of that is because, well, they lost to the Chiefs and then they beat the Bills. It's hard, hard so, to say. Wait, so they so
2: lost to anyone, what, the team that right now any of us could look at and go potentially top five? Yeah. Right. And I then they so. beat the team that is the worst potentially any, bottom too. Yeah. Any of our opinions.
0: <laughs> bottom or, or second to last. So yeah. they did what you would expect the team sure, to yet. do,
2: right? To to play the whole, you know, a good team going into the situation. Yeah. Yeah, you expect yeah. that. Um I don't know. I'm still very high on this Rams team. They've done That's nothing. I... They've done nothing to disprove me on this. Like you said, they haven't beaten really anybody. But they, these haven't been close games outside of one half of football on a Monday night. And,
1: and you're not wrong. And here's the, here's the thing, though, is this Rams team has really a, a pretty simple walk to a division title, I think.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Their only hurdle will be the aforementioned 49ers, I believe.
1: And I don't know that it's going to be a big hurdle. We'll see. We might get lucky and split. And, that's it's, it. and a split is uh, with the rest of the games that the Rams are going to win, yeah. I don't think it's going to matter, but games like this matter for, you know playoff seating in the long run. So you've got to come out. It's still a game you've got to come out and win. It's, it's oh. a big deal.
2: Again, we can play that whole. it's only week three, but this is a must win for either uh, one of these I don't know teams. That that's
1: true. Um, I think there is a must win this week, and I don't think it's this game. That being said, I'm taking the Chargers. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna come out. I think they're gonna do it. I think they've got the offensive weapons to spread this defense out. If Philip Rivers has the time to get the ball out, so if. that's a big if. You're not wrong, but I think they have yeah. enough offensive firepower
2: to to, to sort contest. of
1: make it a contest. Um, the question mark being what they can do about Gurley, but. Not a lot. They really There's not a
2: lot you can do about that.
1: That's, I don't know that there are a lot of teams that can do much about Carly.
2: No. You, uh, you talk about uh, what they did week one against what you said was just a, a terrible secondary in Kansas City. Still that doesn't, was proven again. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look great, right? <laughs> now you're going lot. up with no. one of no, the... No, 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 no. I mean,
1: it's true. But, man, I I anybody who's going to go with the same mindset that you have... I, I say, please go back and look at the statistics and the number of drops and the number yeah, of the, the, drops the Chargers and stuff should like that. be two. Should have won that game. There were should have, could have, woulda. You're, uh, you're yeah. rolling your eyes at me, and you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. Chiefs are two and zero, and I'm a okay with it. But this Chargers team had a lot of drops. So what week did one. they do
2: week two to win right against the Bills? They ran the ball like fucking crazy. And this, they used this defensive arguably line. one
1: of their best pieces yeah. and and made it work.
2: Oh no, exactly. I'm not scoffing at them, but this is what they use to be successful. You think they're going to be able to run the ball that good against the Rams with that defensive line? I don't think that they necessarily if a, if have weakness, to run the ball.
1: I think there are other ways to get, to get Melvin the Gordon the ball. Yeah. That's what they do. Screen passes if there's a weakness and, on the Rams, and short outs that, we've
2: discussed, it's the linebacking core, right? So if you can get past that first level and in between to that second level, that's just astronomical. i also at this point out point.
1: that, I watched Keenan Allen get in Marcus Peters' head once. That's true. They could do it was a long time ago. I didn't even think about man, that. But, man, he is that kind of player. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Peters, I, yeah. I had the, the fucking I miss Marcus Peters moment when he had that pick six, and I would take him back tomorrow, given the opportunity. But if you can get in his head, you can do something here, and we've seen Keenan Allen do And we do it. joked about Grandpa Wade sitting him down. I haven't given that where
0: Just yep. fl- flip keep Tlaib over to, so to cover. You guys know. are... And
1: that's fair. That's absolutely fair. It could happen.
0: So, a couple things in the Rams' favor. Because I picked the Rams in this one.
2: Okay. A couple things in the favor. I Go assume on. both of you are. Yeah, I'm I am on the Rams as well. They
0: they have the fifth best rush defense in the league. It's not saying much right now. They have allowed the fewest points in the league. 13. Now, what does that mean? Who knows, right? But they have. They are second in the league in takeaway differential. So, they have, they're plus three right now. Uh, and they are top six in pass, top ten in pass yards per game. Like like they're good all over.
2: Yeah, this team is hands down yeah. in my opinion, the best built all around football team. There's just no way you can compete with what they're doing on every side of the ball.
0: I think you, you overvalued the Robert Woods maybe a little bit from my from my likings, but what we're seeing out of out of uh jared goff out of this rams offense is the ability to spread the ball around absolutely he he's is, got he's definition of spreading the ball yeah. around,
2: he, and he's got multiple weapons and like andy hall mentions week after week uh, it's two someone weeks, yeah you know week. it works
1: i think we don't after week. yeah
2: week after week don't start a rams receiver if you don't have to um because i start two of them every
1: week you, you never know
2: who's got you know goff's gonna he's gonna get to somebody it's a feast for Jared Goff out there to get this ball into one of these playmakers' hands. Then it's a great problem to have.
0: Yeah. I, I would feel I'd feel a little bit better about the Rams if they had Greg Zerline. I love Greg Zerline. That's
2: you're not wrong. That could what, what we F- saw what we Fick, saw last Fickin's week, good. that could be a big question mark. That's true. After, after what we game. saw
0: last week, that could be a big question. He mark. comes
2: out and misses one extra point, Todd Gurley all the way for two point conversions the rest of the game. I'm kind of surprised the team like that isn't all in on that like the Steelers were at one point, but
0: well, it, it's the the, car, the Cardinals are very, very bad.
1: No, I get that, but I mean, just the idea of coming out, scoring first, and going, for going for the, the two point conversion, conversion, and all of a sudden yeah. you're up. That's eight true. Then you're up, is a big deal. Yeah, and Score again, yeah. you're up sixteen, and all of a sudden it's it's a really big deal. Yeah, I think um, it's, I it's, like that. I like that mindset, yeah. uh, the aggressiveness, or fuck it up and you're it behind. It's and kind of it's kind of silly.
2: Yeah, it's uh, to me. It's it's kind of silly to try and do that that early in a game, and uh, of course the, the Mike Tomlin. Uh, uh, I just feel it. Uh, yeah. I don't, right I don't, yeah, I don't know. about that. Uh,
0: talk. We talked a lot about Melvin Gordon. He is not the leading rusher on this. Uh, That's on also true. Team.
2: That's uh, Austin, no. He had he had like three touchdowns it's because they, of the passing. The passing. Right. He's right. Involved in the right.
0: Pass game. Give credit to Austin Eckler.
2: Eckler has been great.
0: Eckler has been very good.
2: Who's got the better offensive line? It's fine.
0: The Rams do. The it's Rams better defensive line. The Rams do.
2: The better secondary.
0: Um probably the Rams. Let's
2: get the better quarterback. The Chargers. Chargers. I he's gonna try to trip him and make him say the Rams it's again. The, the better I mean, hands down best running. Unless guy. he gets frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he gets frustrated. Which this team and could then do. I'm entertained as yeah. shit.
0: Yeah, he's all he's already this thrown is for going to be, 700. Difference. I don't
2: want to make this sound like I'm picking the Rams in the landslide. This is going to be a very fun, exciting. I'm looking football forward game. to sitting down and
0: watching this yeah. game. Uh, I, I hope, and it pissed me off last week because that we did not get the well, better. I'm, I'm going somewhere
2: that has the yeah. Sunday ticket on Sunday. So
0: Yeah, I, I, this, this should be the I'm going to try
2: and pull this up while my kid has hockey practice. There I go. think they did that shit on purpose, to be honest with you. Hockey practice? Yeah, we'll we practice on Sundays for the first four Sundays of uh, September when all you people want to watch football. Don't try and sway me away from football, hockey. They're cutting
0: into our show. I know,
2: I'm talking to you. All right, and our last deep dive
1: for the week, we're gonna we're gonna work in the third team at the table. We can't not do it. I think I'm really looking forward to this game as well. Steelers at Buccaneers. It is the Monday Night Football game. The Steelers are favored by three on the road, which Bull I find shit. to be
0: asinine. Yeah, that's a kick in the nuts.
1: I don't
2: understand that. I. I that, I don't is, think that, that, that is the Bucs not getting the recognition that they fully fucking deserve at this point. There's no way you can't give Tampa Bay credit for what they've done. I tried to downplay it last week, thinking divisional matchup week one, who knows what's going on. They came out, beat the Super Bowl champs week two, looked yeah. phenomenal doing it.
0: Yeah,
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick is statistically the best quarterback in the league right now.
0: Some fucking hell. Something.
1: So we're. I don't. I don't even know how much there is. It. The Steelers secondary is terrible, which lines up for Fitz Magic to just have just another torch, another game. Them. Uh, this could be another one of those shootout games because we've seen the Bucks also get torched uh, against the Saints that Week One matchup. Yes. Out.
0: The the Buccaneers basically do not have a secondary. Everyone is either um, injured or out. You know, we Brent Grimes was not in the last two games. I don't believe. Vernon Hargraves is on injured reserve right now. The, the safeties are very bad. I mean, it's... I don't trust this Buccaneers defense, specifically the secondary. Good, Good linebackers, a good defensive line, but they're not the reason the Bucs are winning. This defense is not the reason that the Bucks are winning. It is no. it is Ryan Fitzpatrick. It is Deshaun Jackson. It's Mike Evans. Chris Godwin. OJ Howard. J.
2: Howard, showed Howard showed up huge last week. That's
0: that's an OJ Howard game. He gets like three catches, ninety yards, and a touch. And he just yeah. he does this. I I,
2: that's a recipe yeah. for winning. Like I like I'd said on Wednesday. These guys are having fun out there. They're buying into whatever is being sold in Tampa. They're drinking the Kool Aid, and it's translating into wins. And at a certain point, you just can't overcome that.
0: Yes, they have. They, <laughs> there, there is. Uh, they have a little bit of swagger to them.
2: Exactly. They're, they're loose. Right? They remind me. Of what Philly was mid to late last season. yeah, This underdog, you're not giving us credit, but we're getting it done. And as a fan of, you know, when I hate when my team's getting the credit for being good. I love going into situations as the underdog, knowing that we can probably knock somebody off and win. And Tampa's loving it. Philly made a career out of it last, uh, last season. Tampa's going to do that this year. I'm glad that this is the last game before we have to discuss whether or not they're going to make the quarterback switch. They can't.
0: They can't. If right, there's no can't. Can't.
2: way in the world they that they can make this switch. No they way. Cannot. I said it starting this season that this should be Fitzpatrick's job. I said it last season after he came in and won a couple games. This should be Fitzpatrick's job.
0: Guys, you know, uh, you know who's good at catching the ball? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Yep. Uh, did Tampa- he once
2: traded it from what I heard.
0: Antonio Brown, Julius smith is pretty good at it too, right? It's also yeah. true. Uh, Tampa Bay has the 31st ranked, so that's second from the bottom, ranked defensive pass. Who's 32? Uh, what? Who's 32? Uh, I don't know. Oh. It doesn't say. I just say assumed it. It had say it, all say it all there. No, you. no. Oh, it's it's these two teams. I uh, yeah. assumed it was my Chiefs. Go ahead. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it was. Probably the Bills. But they're, the, the Buccaneers Fair. are allowing 376 yards passing mm-hmm. per game.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Big Ben just threw 450 yards. He, he threw 60 times last. At home. At home. Sure.
2: Big Ben on the road. It's I guess. It's not a noon game, right? In Florida. The Monday night football game? That's Brady. On... You're thinking of Brady.
0: Brady cannot play in Florida. <laughs> You're thinking of Tom Brady.
1: And well,
2: by that... Big Ben didn't play great in Jacksonville last year is what I was getting at. He played the
1: Jacksonville <laughs> defense. There's a complete and total difference. Does it matter? It
0: absolutely matters. <laughs> the... <laughs> The pass defense for the Steelers, even after last week's big showing uh-huh. by Mahomes, it's still ranked 14. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. But but Tampa Bay has the number one ranked pass offense in the league. What? Yeah. How, who would have seen this coming? Nobody yeah. nobody sitting
2: here saw uh, this. Averaging
0: over 400 yards per game, 405 yards per game. Uh, fourth in the league at takeaway differential there, plus two. We're only two weeks in, so that's uh, that two means a lot. Uh, and the biggest, best The thing that they are uh, they have going in their favor—they're two and zero. I have a hard time rooting for my own team. Right? Years, years. You 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 don't want
2: to pick. No one wants to pick their own team. No one wants to admit their their team is good.
0: I have picked against Tampa Bay twice, and they've won those two times. Yeah, I will pick against Tampa Bay again.
1: I'm with you. I'm taking the Steelers. My, I'm on. It doesn't change the fact that I think that that. I'm riding this Fitz
2: Magic Carpet ride. And I am taking it to the bank right now. This team is something special at the moment. And there's no way this is going to stall out on Monday Night Football. At home, Monday night, under the big lights, prime time. Cannon's firing. Cannon's, Cannon's firing. Fine. This team's going to be jacked. There's some dissension amongst the ranks in Pittsburgh. They're still not going to have Love Bell. Who knows what Antonio Brown's doing. Big Ben. Antonio Brown took a day off on a fucking long week. Calm down. Calm there has calm. been more talk come out. It's fine. Today. It's absolutely fine. About more trade He's and not getting rumors. No, he literally and his agent came out and said he didn't want to trade. I know, trade, agent, should, his, trade him. to the Bucks. His agent said he didn't want traded and then there was a whole bunch of scuttle of well, he doesn't want he wants someone else throwing him in the football. So he wants to stay in Pittsburgh, but he doesn't want Big Ben as quarterback.
0: You know who leads the league in passing right now?
2: Probably Big Ben. Ryan magic. Fitzpatrick, come I thought it, oh. it was a
1: trick question. I think.
2: No. Oh. well, I saw a stat earlier that Number was like passing with yard. yard. Oh, see, I saw another stat that had been at one and Fitz at three.
0: Uh, Fitz system for eight hundred and nineteen yards. Big Ben seven eighty-seven.
2: Not yardage, just overall QBR. I think was what it. What? He literally just. said Anyway, Ryan Fitzpatrick
0: right. eight touchdowns. Big Ben four.
2: All I know is I saw was a that stat it? that had them flip. Ryan
0: Fitzpatrick forty-eight of sixty-one. That he's just six. He's just thirteen passes all season.
2: Those been two games. But yeah. Ben I'm Roethlisberger,
0: 62 of 101. He's missed 40 passes. <laughs> one hundred and one. He's, just... he's missed almost as many passes as Ryan Fitzpatrick has thrown.
1: That's ridiculous. All right, so, Jamie,
2: you staying on the Bucks? Oh, yeah, they, those stats didn't sway me. Yeah, uh,
0: I did a lot of talking there where I should be rooting for the Bucs. No, and I want the Bucks to win, but I believe I have some sort of reverse anti-non-juju going here. I'm going to stick fine.
2: with if it. If there's anything to believe in right now in football, It's the fact that this bucks it fits magic. This bucks team is going to be really good.
1: All right, so we're going to throw over to Andy Hall. He's going to get you ready to set your lineups for the week, and then we'll be back to hit some rapid fire right after this.
0: Do you like football? Oh yeah. Do you like talking about football? Yeah join the Just Another Football Show Facebook group where you can talk football, add your friends, and speak with us. It's It's free. free.
3: Andy Hall gearing you up for week three from a fantasy standpoint, my next edition of Start, Sit, Speculate, in which for each matchup I give you one guy to start, one to sit, and one to give serious consideration to, or, in another word, speculate on. I'm available for fantasy advice, rock talk, and more on Twitter at Andy Hall Radio or at 515 Fantasy. We also both have Facebook pages with the same names, but we find ourselves spending a lot less time on that platform because, well, people are dumb. Except you. You're still listening, and you will reap all the benefits. Week three, New Orleans at Atlanta. Start Michael Thomas. Dude's matchup proof, especially against a team he scored in three of his last four meetings against while averaging over 100 yards receiving per contest, regardless of venue. Sit both defense and special teams. Neither have performed up to snuff through two games, and in a game that should deliver lots of fantasy production to go around, there aren't many players of fantasy significance I'd bench at the skill positions, if any. Speculate on Ted Ginn. What's good for the Goose is good for the Gander. Thomas is, of course, the Golden Goose. Ginn should benefit from increased attention elsewhere. Has been efficient with the targets he's gotten this season. He still looks to have the speed to break away from defenders if given a window of opportunity. Had four grabs for 76 yards and a score the last time these teams met in December of last year. I bet you'll take that for your wide receiver two or flex spot. Denver at Baltimore, start Demarius Thomas, historically always produces against Baltimore, regardless of game flow. Even in low-scoring games, you've been able to count on him to eat up a bunch of targets, and he has found the end zone in two of his last three against the Ravens. He is the Broncos' A.J. Green, who scored three touchdowns against this Baltimore team last week. And though I don't like Case Keenum's prospects in this matchup, I think Thomas is a solid wide receiver, too, at worst, and that's likely what you drafted him to be anyway. Sit, Royce Freeman. The Ravens have yet to give up a rushing score, and it would appear from the lack of targets thus far, that Freeman is going to take a back seat to Philip Lindsay on passing downs, and a whole lot more too. Philip Lindsay. Well, that's a guy that should be rostered. If he's not already, you should grab him. Speculate on John Brown. The former Arizona wideout has looked like Flacco's go-to in the first couple games, scoring in both and making some pretty incredible catches. This week, he likely avoids Chris Harrison coverage and probably commands the team lead in targets. A good bet on which to hedge. Cincinnati at Carolina start Giovanni Bernard. The last time he faced the Panthers was 2014, and ironically, he was the Bengals' lead back then, as he likely will be this week with Joe Mixon out. He finished that game, by the way, with 18 carries for 137 yards and a score, adding four catches for 20 yards. The 2018 Panthers front seven, allowing nearly five yards per carry. They've given up three rushing scores through two games. I really like Bernard this week. Sit Christian McCaffrey, maybe tough sledding for the Panthers lead back on Sunday, facing a front seven that allows only 3.2 yards per carry through two games. And though they have shown some weakness against pass catching backs thus far, only one opposing back has scored, and that was Buck Allen last week on a plunge from the one. That said, I'm only advocating you sit McCaffrey if you're in a standard league. PPR, he's a fine play, as you know. I just don't see a score here. Speculate on Devin Funchess. The Bengals have been pretty bad against the pass so far. And other than McCaffrey, Funchess seems to have become Cam Newton's favorite target. Though uh, Through two games, since he has allowed four scores through the air, I feel like this will be the week Funches finally hits pay dirt. New York Giants at Houston, start DeAndre Hopkins. I know, you're starting him anyway. But since I can't bear to endorse Lamar Miller and the Texans running game, which should have success in this matchup, I say the surefire home run play is the guy that is always on the field, sees a ton of targets regardless of game flow. That's Nuke. Sit Saquon Barkley hear me out on this the Texans have been stout against opposing runners through the first two weeks of the season allowing only 3.4 yards per carry and no scores the Giants just lost their starting center last week and it couldn't have come at a worse time for a unit that was already having its issues if you watch Barkley he's really working for every single inch he's getting of course he's always a threat to break a long one but I don't think he does it this week Therefore, he's my sit candidate. Hot take, I know. Speculate Deshaun Watson. The one stat that jumped out at me in looking over this matchup is that the Giants defense has registered only one sack through two games. That means they haven't been able to get pressure on opposing quarterbacks and making them make mistakes. That's key for a guy like Watson, who arguably has the worst offensive line in pro football and needs a few nanoseconds extra to set up those pass routes for his wide receivers. His Week 2 was far better than his Week 1. Part of that was a return of Will Fuller, but I think having that extra time will help Week 3 be even better. Tennessee at Jacksonville start Keelan Cole. He's been very quietly been the Jags most steady pass catcher going back to late last season. Has an excellent matchup here against the Titans secondary that has given up the six most receptions, the second most receiving yards, and is tied for the second most scores by a wide receiver. I love this kid's versatility, and I think he could be in line for a big day on Sunday. Sit all your Titans, all of them, anemic is the word that comes to mind, especially the team's running game, but not excluding Marcus Mariota's mediocre output so far this season. Even if he finds one of his receivers for a score against this Jag secondary, which I doubt, who knows who it'll be on any given throw. Steer clear speculate on Blake Bortles. A lot of this depends on the status of Leonard Fournette. If he sits, look for a lot more passing from the Jags offense. In Fournette's absence, Bortles has thrown for an average of 323 yards per game and has a wide variety of weapons in which he trusts when needed. The Titans have looked pretty bad early on, especially in the secondary, so this could be another surprise appearance by Blake Bortles as a QB1 in the weekly recap discussions. Hell, even if Fournette plays, I bet Bortles has a pretty good game here. San Francisco at Kansas City. Start Patrick Mahomes. This is almost too easy, which makes me uneasy. But it couldn't be a better matchup for Fantasy's number one scoring quarterback, who has been electric since becoming the chief starter. Sit. Nobody, except maybe Marquise Goodwin. There should be a ton of scoring in this game. There's nobody I can make an argument for benching, aside from a guy that's injured and might not play. That's Marquise Goodwin. Speculate on Matt Breida. Who had this guy as the NFL's leading rusher through two weeks? Anyone? Yeah, that's what I thought. This is especially huge considering Alfred Morris has been out-snapping Matt Breida. No doubt you've seen what Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler were able to do against these Chiefs last week. James Conner did the same thing in Week 1. Now, if Kyle Shanahan would just give this guy more than like 75%, 80% of the backfield touches, if he's somehow still available in your league, grab him now, because we might be headed that direction. And when it happens, Matt Breida is going to be a killer. Oakland at Miami start Kenyon Drake the Raiders defense has allowed back-to-back 100-yard rushers and Todd Gurley and Philip Lindsay I realize there's some apprehension outside of the Drake truthers and fantasy circles but there might not be a better matchup all season for him the rest of this season now's the time to put the train back on its track and start Kenyon Drake sit Amari Cooper at this point He may as well become a start-sit-speculate-hall-of-shame candidate, as most weeks I'll be putting him right here with the other stinkers. I hate the Oakland offense. I hate this matchup against the Dolphins, who have yet to allow a touchdown to a wide receiver, and I hate that he'd probably be better off in a place like Dallas or even Buffalo. Again, this week he's better off on your bench. Speculate on Frank Gore because I believe the Dolphins will be in a position to continue allowing Gore to split touches with Drake. Considering how bad Oakland is up front, I think Gore's worth a look as a flex this week. The Raiders have allowed the second-most rushing yards through two games, and I think Gore gets a piece of that action on Sunday in a positive game script. Buffalo at Minnesota start. Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. The only thing working against both Diggs and Thielen this week is the fact that the Vikings could get up early and big once they do go into safe mode, pound the ball, running the clock. The Bills have already given up six scores to opposing receivers. Only three teams have thrown more than the Vikings through two games, and their best cover corner quit at halftime last week's game. This should be a bloodbath. Sit all your Bills. Need I explain? Let's move on. Speculate on Latavius Murray with Dalvin Cook's supposed hamstring pull and the fact that everyone and their mother expects a Vikings blowout. Murray should be in line for a lot of work here. Garbage time play? Sure, if you want to call it that. But don't at me when he scores two touchdowns on Sunday and you left him on your bench. Indianapolis at Philadelphia start T.Y. Hilton. 22 targets, 4 in the red zone, 2 touchdowns through 2 games. The Eagles have given up the 4th most receptions and the 3rd most receiving yards to the wide receiver position. All signs point to a potentially big day for Hilton. Sit Colts runners. Wilkins, Hines, now maybe Mack in the mix. Who knows how this will shake out. And oh, by the way, the Eagles are elite against the run, allowing less than 3 yards per carry, only 58.5 yards per game to opposing runners. That is gross speculate on Corey Clement in a perfect world. Darren Sproul sits again this Sunday with Jay also battling a minor injury that would open the door for Clement to see above average snaps and touches in a matchup that is extremely favorable. India has given up the most running back receptions and second most yards through the air to the position. Clement could be a guy that will win you your week. Green Bay at Washington, start Aaron Rodgers. Any concern fantasy owners had about Rodgers were answered loud and clear last week. Mobility doesn't seem to be an issue, and his passing was, for the most part, spot on. Despite a tough matchup for his number one, Devontae Adams, who will likely see a lot of Josh Norman in coverage, I think Rodgers remains a no-brainer every week starter. Sit Jordan Reed. Going back to last season, the Packers have been very good against opposing tight ends. Only three have eclipsed 48 receiving yards, including Minnesota's Kyle Rudolph, who, by the way, has done it twice. Otherwise, it's been really tough sledding. And despite Reed being one of Alex Smith's primary targets on many pass plays, I see a bigger risk of a bust in this matchup than I care to advocate for. So sit Jordan Reed. Speculate on Randall Cobb. Mentioned a bit ago that Devontae Adams likely sees a lot of Josh Norman on Sunday, which should open the door for Cobb to be super productive. Geronimo Allison, too, certainly. But Cobb is more the possession guy out of the slot. And Washington slot corner Fabian Moreau is bad. Look for Rodgers to target the sure-handed Cobb early and often in this one. On to the uh, late afternoon starts on Sunday. Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Rams start Todd Gurley. That was easy. Sit Philip Rivers. It's not easy to put him in this place, considering his 680 passing yards and six touchdowns through two games. But the Rams have been as good as advertised thus far, creating havoc with their pass rush, blanketing receivers all over the field with all-star caliber corners and safeties. Something's got to give here, and I'm not willing to bet against that defense in this case. Sit Rivers. Severely temper your expectations for guys like Keenan Allen as well speculate on Brandon Cooks. I really like Cooks to score his first touchdown in this matchup against Trevor Williams, who has held opposing receivers to modest reception totals early on this season, but has given up four scores to the position through two games. We know Jared Goff likes to spread the ball around to all his pass catchers, and whoever scores the touchdown varies from week to week, but I have good reason to believe that Cooks Might be that guy here. Chicago at Arizona. Start the Bears DST. Ten sacks, two pick sixes, and up against a Cardinals offense that has mustered a league low six points through two games and less than 20 first downs total. That's sick. Sit all your Cardinals. All of them. Can't trust anybody, even David Johnson. And even though that's a byproduct of more than just bad play of the team, it's also the play calling. You can't rely on him for much of anything right now, which is unfortunate. But especially a matchup like this, just don't even mess with it. Speculate on Allen Robinson. To nobody's surprise, he's emerged as Mitchell Trubisky's primary target. He likely avoids Patrick Peterson in coverage for the most part, which bodes well for his fantasy potential here in Week 3. Dallas at Seattle. Start Ezekiel Elliott. Teams are having very little issue running on the Seahawks. In fact, they're running a lot on the Seahawks. And the Cowboys passing game ain't scaring anybody. No question. You're going to see a heavy dose of Zeke again this week. And you just have to hope his level of elite talent supersedes the subpar offensive line he's running behind. Sit Dak Prescott. Speaking of those passing game woes. Prescott may actually be downright droppable at this point, especially if you're in an 8- or a 10-team league. Maybe also for the 12s, if you insist on holding on to him in the hopes things may get better, you better pray Des Bryant magically reappears sometime soon. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to get much better. Speculate on the Cowboys' DST. They've been a very solid unit through two games with the second-most sacks in the league with nine. Coincidentally, the Seahawks' offensive line, they've allowed the most sacks in the league with 12. Pressure on Russell Wilson typically leads to bad decisions and turnovers. Seattle has also allowed the most points to opposing DSTs of anybody. So a great start in case you're looking for a DST unit. Dallas might even be there on your waiver wire. On to Sunday night, New England at Detroit. Start Tom Brady should have a field day at the Ford on Sunday night. Uh, What else can you say about the guy? He just produces. Sit, Lions, runners. It's too muddy to be able to take a swing on any of these guys. Like last week, I would steer clear completely. Speculate on Rex Burkhead, though I'm slightly concerned about the increased usage of rookie Sony Michelle. This feels like the type of matchup that could find the Pats up huge early and using Burkhead to help salt the game away. I also feel as though he's still their preferred option at the goal line, which could pay dividends here if I'm right. Monday Nighter, it's Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay start. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, I'm ready to buy into Fitzmagic. I'm starting him in several leagues this week, and I think you should too. There's something lurking in that beard, and I caught him literally rubbing it on some of his teammates last weekend. Something going on there, and I'm pretty sure it's working. The Steelers shut down Tyrod Taylor in Week 1, but those were terrible throwing conditions, if you remember. They then proceeded to get smoked by Patrick Mahomes and company last week. I think the version we saw last week is closer to reality and Fitzpatrick has just been absolutely killing it. Sit Peyton Barber. It won't be long before the Bucs will finally put preseason woes behind them and give rookie Ronald Jones a good look, with Barber toiling in mediocrity and Fitz magic killing it in the passing game. Barber, just not a guy you should look to start. Speculate, though, on Juju Smith-Schuster. Dare I say, I think I actually like him better than Antonio Brown this week. I mean, off-field issues aside, the dude's been on fire the first two weeks, averaging 120 yards per game and up against a bunch of guys nobody's heard of in the Tampa secondary thanks to injury. I don't normally think anyone in the Steelers' passing game is worth a look on the road considering Big Ben's issues away from Heinz Field, but JSS is unstoppable, so you should give him a good, hard look here in Week 3. And there you have it. Any questions, concerns, comments, criticisms, and or compliments, welcomed on Twitter at Andy Hall Radio or at five one five fantasy. We also have a Facebook presence, so feel free to give us a like under the same monikers. Until next week, just win, baby. I'm Andy Hall. Thanks for your time.
0: Hey, this is Tyler from Five One Five Hockey. Tune in weekly for NHL updates, interviews with coaches and players like Derek Lalonde, the assistant coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Brianna Decker, Team USA Women's Olympic gold medalist, and Curtis Gabriel of the New Jersey Devils. We're updating all summer long. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at 515HockeyCast and subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And now, back to the football.
1: All right, you heard it here. Andy Hall told you what to do. You should do it.
0: his track record is good. Yeah, I like,
1: good. I, like I, mean, not, I like you're not gonna have it hit everything, but
2: <laughs> I like getting the uh, sneak peek at this before it hits the air. It's true. And it does happen adjusting and doing things. Yeah. So it's fun. He's, Maybe he's insider good. trading, but you know what? I don't think it counts. We're not getting to I mean it's all out there before that. the game starts. And he got to play last night, so
0: missed a missed a nice intercept. Behind the curtain. Monday night.
1: <laughs> Monday night. Weird. All right, so we're gonna try to rapid fire through some of these and see where we where we're sitting. Saints at Falcons Falcons favored
2: by three playing at home I'm riding the Saints on this one
1: I am terrified that I'm with you on that one
2: actually
0: I can't pick the Saints when they almost lost to the browns <laughs> I, I gotta go Falcons on I the mean one.
1: it's it's fair it's fair um only a couple more weeks before we get ingram back so.
0: if, if if I were to look into deeply at this I'm sure that there there's a a probably history of one team beating the other or whatever I I'm not going that far on this one. Falcons at home. I think they're hitting their stride a it's little the bit. It's Saints
2: get right. They have to get it right and figure it out and do uh, it now.
0: They actually won last week.
2: In a losing effort. They, they effort. won
0: in a losing
1: <laughs> effort. I heard, they, I heard they won. It's really confusing. Uh, Packers at Redskins. I was kind of surprised to see that the Packers are only favored by two and a half on the road here. Um, I think they're much better than that. I'm taking the Packers
0: yeah, Washington. And then Tom, like, Washington just lost pretty sizably to Indy. Uh, and I believe the Packers are better than Indy. That's that's kind of my, so my, Packers my snuck one out
2: snuck one out against the Bears, tied to the Vikings. Packers have a lot of You know what game Alex Smith yet. does great? Tear apart the Green Bay Packers. I'm taking the Redskins in this game. I think Alex Smith and this team is gonna get figured out. AP loves to run all over the yeah, Packers. Uh, it's a good uh, it's a good matchup for this that's team. I'm I I I taking about the that. Redskins.
1: I didn't think about the AP A-B thing at all. Well,
0: uh, after last week, you didn't really have to think about that's it. You didn't do much.
2: That's
1: factual. Uh, let's see, Colts at Eagles. Uh, this is Wentz getting the getting the start. Um, if you look at the line at the beginning of the week, there was no line because there wasn't a decision on that. Um, I have since looked it up. It is Eagles by six at home. That sounds fair, maybe a little low, but you can't really blame him first game back. We're not exactly sure what we're going to get from Wentz, um, but I'm taking the Eagles here.
0: This is the Frank Reich game, right? So so Frank Reich, former (laughs) offensive coordinator for the Eagles, now on the Colts. He might actually have an inside scoop as to what they're doing. That could definitely be a factor in this game. Carson Wentz might be a little uh, leery as well. I will actually take the Colts in this game.
2: I'm on the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Ooh. Kyle, get your steak ready.
0: You guys are all probably right. Kyle will probably be eating steak on Sunday, but I I want to be the guy. He hasn't guy. had steak
2: for two weeks. It's time to eat.
0: They won week one.
2: Well, by the time this one airs and makes it happen, it will be two weeks. Sure. I mean, he's right, I guess.
0: I, well, unless he saved his steak for Sunday.
1: Uh, in the largest spread i've seen in a long time
0: i picked the vikings
1: the <laughs> <laughs> yep pretty much don't do even need to the bills it? traveling to minnesota the vikings are favored by 16 and a half. and that's being generous to the bills okay so
0: yeah then then that's the real question
1: yeah uh, we don't do that here um, maybe next year it's a thought that i had just to add a little wrinkle into fun here but uh
2: with the spread
0: who do you take? So the question is, will the Vikings beat the Bills by more than 17 points?
2: Yes. The fucking Vikings. I'm still on the Vikings.
0: I would actually take the Bills on that. Just be, the, I mean, the Chargers should have killed the Bills, and they only won by, what, 10?
2: They don't have this defense. This team will not let up. This team won't let them coast. Vikings abs- yeah. absolutely
0: will let up. but So they will not cover the spread, but they will easily win this game.
1: That's Okay. I, I tend to agree, but... They're gonna leave and no ever, doubt. I'm never feeling good about. They're gonna a leave no
2: doubt after a tie.
1: Laying that many points. That's a lot of points to lay. Oh, Raiders at Dolphins. This is another one of those just like disgusting games.
0: Dolphins, all the um, way.
1: Yeah, we, me, and Ryan were talking about this one this afternoon. This is a, as I think you put it, a ballsy eliminator pick. Yeah. Raiders traveling across country for if a noon game. you were
2: going to try and sneak one out in your Eliminator and yeah. get one I was in.
1: talking my Eliminator picks over with Ryan this morning, as I'm apt to do on the, on the, on the week. And, uh, yeah, he, he pointed this one out as, like, a ball. Says ballsy. the guy who has
2: had to buy back in already. Hey,
1: me and half the fucking pool. Thank you, Lions and Saints. The, the
0: Raiders travel from the West Coast to the East Coast, from California to Florida to play at a noon game. Like,
1: historically, that's I mean, it's not even just the Raiders. That's in general.
2: I have heard that the Raiders have trouble getting to the quarterback. Um, if you can't knock Tannehill around, leave him too much time. Yeah. If you can't get to the quarterback, you have a hard time stopping the run too, right? Like you can't get back there in the backfield and be yeah. disruptive. I mean, so in can theory, you know, gonna have a day.
0: That that might be entirely too much analysis. When you, that's when all you need to know is that Miami is two and and0,
2: the Raiders are 0 and two. That's potentially fair.
1: The Broncos, right? That's where we left off. Yeah, Broncos at Ravens. This one interests. Me. This is another one of those weird lines to me. The Ravens are favored by five and a half at home. I get it's home. The Ravens do sort of have a home field thing, but I don't see a world where they should be favored by five and a half at home. What Ravens team
2: do we get? Uh, the same what Ravens team. Get? The
1: Raven that Ravens team pl- played week one played the absolutely terrible Bills.
2: They did play a bad, bad Bills team, but they looked really fucking good doing it.
1: They looked fine. They looked good. I mean, they they spread the ball around. They did what they needed to. I'm team, trying to sell you know it, know I
2: mean? but I'm taking the I'm taking the Broncos in this one. Oh, I it's, think the, the, it's not the, it's on the Broncos.
3: I'm
1: talk me over with it, Ryan. Give me give me something. We're doing good. Well, I'll give you a couple seconds. So the Raven, a minute or so.
0: I, I think the Ravens got embarrassed, and, and it, that's true. They didn't get really blown out or anything, but they gave up three touchdowns to AJ Green in the first. Uh, half. Yes. Uh, I don't think it was quite the first quarter, but in the first half, uh, I think they're embarrassed. I think they're they're licking their wounds a little bit. Uh, the thing that has me not pick the Ravens, though, is Case Keenum leads the league right now in comebacks. He has two, uh, two weeks, two comebacks. Uh, Didn't they
2: kind of just coast that game in Seattle?
0: And two, two game winning drives. So, no.
2: <laughs> oh, I guess not.
0: Case Keenum now he's thrown what four interceptions now he threw seven all last season so everyone everyone knows that those stats everyone knows he is still willing his team no matter what team it last year's team this year's team he's still wi- willing them to victory
2: yeah he's a good quarterback we uh, we've established that at least I, but, should have
0: but he's not necessarily good at the normal oh he's a good quarterback things he's good at this thing He's yeah. good at willing his team to a victory. I do believe the Broncos take this one. They go to three and zero. Oh.
1: Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I, th- I just think that that defense is going to wreak some havoc in there. But stranger things have in fact happened. The Cincinnati Bengals heading to
2: Carolina. This to play the is Panthers surprisingly yes. tough to pick, right?
1: It's a little rough. The Panthers are favored by three at home, so. That's fair. I mean, home that's, team, that's, three points, yeah. that's, that's pretty standard. It's They're saying push. it's a pretty close game to pick, which sounds right to me. Um, anybody got any thoughts? This is, I think this might be the
0: hardest game to pick this week.
1: It's, uh, it is it's up there. Tough. This is not the one that I changed my pick on last minute, but uh, I agree with you.
2: I don't... Is it weird that uh, I don't trust the 2-0 and o team as much as I trust the 1-1 one one team? I mean, maybe it's it, like the Like like Ryan had mentioned earlier, all you needed to know was one team was two and o, one team was 0 two. This should make your pick pretty easy. I don't, I don't know yet. I'm not sold on these Bengals yet. Like you said, the Ravens looked great against a terrible team. Bengals came out and you know kind of handled it. It's there's not enough football yet for me to gauge which one of these teams is the better of the two. That being said, I feel like I have to just ride the home field on this and go with historically the team that I think is better with the pieces they've got, and I'm taking the Panthers. Ryan, what do you think?
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I'm a little iffy because Joe Mixon's banged up, and what, what do you feel about the guy? I do not like Joe Mixon, but he was still doing a good job toting the rock for them.
1: That's fair. I think Gio is a very capable backup for them.
0: He
2: is... I think he'll be... Fun. Their problem is that he does got, not excel they've, at- they've got good backs. They just can't ever stay healthy. Yeah. Uh,
0: one thing that they do have that can generally stay healthy is AJ Green. Um, and the emergence of Tyler Boyd, who we drafted in the... the Yes, show.
1: he is sitting on our bench. Uh,
0: Yeah, he should probably stay there. But might, yeah. he's going to have a hard it's, time. It's a rough there.
1: time to put him I mean, bi-weeks are coming. But so.
0: he looked very good last week. John Ross is coming along, too. The secondary for the Panthers is not particularly good. They have good linebackers. They have K.K. Short in the middle uh, on the defensive line, who's very good. Uh, but I do believe that the Bengals' offensive line has kind of stepped up. Their offense is clicking. Andy Dalton is looking like the red rifle now as opposed to the red rocket. Uh, and I'm going to write them until... Oh God, this sounds so weird after Red Rocket.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> this I, is I'm, a bad choice. Phrasing, I, I'm phrasing, gonna, buddy.
0: I am going to pick the Bengals.
1: I actually agree with you here. I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, I just don't have a lot of faith in the pieces around Cam Newton at this point. That's, that's all there is to it. where I'm just, I, this is, sitting.
0: This is a hard one. Uh, looking right now, just... As the crow flies, it means whatever you want it to mean. Uh, Carolina's picked 62% to 38%, but that, that does, if that sways your pick, then you're not doing a very good job of thinking for yourself. Fair.
1: Giants-Texans. Uh, Texans at home, favored by 3.5, so a slight edge. Um, I'm not sold on either of these teams now, but uh, I I think that you have to. Jam's just giving me that glare.
2: I'm still throwing, too, dude. Like, J.J. Watt. JJ Watt. That's fine. You saw how terrible, terrible this offensive line is. You mean tell me that JJ Watt, Javion Clowney, if he's healthy, gonna get back in there, this team isn't gonna be able to do anything against Eli. You didn't let me finish. Oh not so. was that I the point have, you're gonna make were no, you gonna no, get there too? No, no I wasn't gonna no. get there. No. No, I
1: was just gonna say the
2: Texans. So <laughs> yeah, take the Texans. Yeah, Texans. Ryan, I, are you going to – I want to pick got, the Giants. You got some thoughts here? I want you to got? pick the Giants.
0: But you, you said it right there, J.J. Watt. My only reservation with that is the Titans' offensive line was banged up last week. They, they were out, I think – they are out at least two, if not three stars. The Titans were on their backup quarterback, Blaine Gabbert.
2: So the best offensive line in football last year.
0: Preseason last year they were.
2: They were all of last and they're, season. And
0: then they're, they're missing three starters. Yeah. yeah. I we had the argument about that. So the backups are still be pretty good. That's not how that works.
2: I mean, are, were they, are they better or worse with backups than that Giants offensive line we saw on Sunday night? Who just lost their center?
0: Yeah, and and that, that's why I'm leaning towards the Texans. But J.J. J. Watt should have had a field day last week. And as far as I know, I didn't see any J.J. Watt talk at all. Right? Now the Texans were missing Van Clowney. I do not know if he'll be in for this game or not. Uh, that will I don't think it matters. It, I I think it does. Um, Texans yeah, uh, I reluctantly Texans. I think it's the Texans. I mean, I picked them last week and they bit me in the ass, so We got the Titans traveling to
1: Jacksonville to see them Jaguars. Uh, All was, on the there was, wagon. There's no line on this. There's still is no line on this. That's the Mariana quarterback effect. situation and in Tennessee, I don't think anyone's gonna disagree. We're all taking Jacksonville here, right? Yep. Yep. No no thoughts on it.
2: No, yeah. no, we're going rapid fire. This is it. That's yeah.
1: fine. That's a terrible game to to pick, yeah. Uh, so here's a interesting one just because of how bad I believe both these teams are. The Dallas Cowboys heading to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seahawks were favored by three at home. Hey, this sucks. This is an interesting yeah, like this I hurts, honestly but I'm
2: taking freaking Dallas in this one. You saw them tear apart a bad offensive line, and they're going to go play a worse offensive line. I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I don't...
1: <laughs> Can I not pick? Dallas isn't... Their, their defensive line is not Chicago's.
0: Right.
2: No, but you don't have to be Chicago's. I think the three of us, mm. if we combine our efforts, could probably get at least a couple pressures they... on Russell Wilson <sighs> if we tried.
0: So the Dallas defensive line is not bad. They have uh, Tank Lawrence and they have Taco, uh, Taco Charlton. Taco Charlton and, and Randy Gregory is somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, probably not with the team, but he he exists. And uh, David Irving exists. should. That's solid analysis. Well, that's, that's what I get paid. That's for. what
2: you that's what you bring. That's what you get at the table here. David bring this to the table. David
0: Irving is coming back soon. I don't know if it's this week or week four, uh, but he will be a factor as well. I do think that the Cowboys win this. I just think that their defense keeps Russell Wilson from... I don't know, man. I don't, yeah, Dallas. But I'm not going to watch this game.
1: I'm taking Seattle. I, I think that Russ can get around. Um, it's not the Bears. And yeah. I, th- I think that he's
0: mobile enough. Russ leads the league right now, and Sackyard's lost.
1: It's because he just fucking played two games and he's played the Bears. We who literally him six did times. We
0: literally did the analysis. I get it, but sack number does not equal sack yards lost. This is Russ losing
2: yards. First yeah, year. but it's it's, it's a small, to make small happen.
1: sample size.
2: At the same time,
1: come how, back to me at the end yeah. of the year and we'll talk about Fitz Magic because it's a small sample size and I guarantee you he won't be where he's at at the end of the year. He'll well, yeah, be he, better. I
0: hope he throws at least one more yard. I just, <laughs> literally,
1: you're such an asshole. Well,
0: ah, fucking. Bears at Cardinals. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ, Even it doesn't, bears get, it all doesn't way. get any better. does it? The
2: Bears. Bears yeah. are
1: only favored by four and a half on
2: the road. On
0: the that's huge
2: though. On the road, no, I it guess. makes that's sense. A, Mitchell a, did not look phenomenal Monday night. It's Mitch, Mitch, he he made mistakes. We've had this conversation. But it's only like you literally. Only you, can, you can only yell it. You can only yell Mitchell. I'm still on Mitchell. Mitchell. He likes to be called Mitchell. I will respect that. Well, you're the only one.
0: This Cardinals offense is just so painfully bad.
2: And should have what many people considered the best running back in the league. One
0: of. I don't know who called him the best.
2: There was the conversation. He's third best. It was years ago.
0: He's third
2: best at best. Third best behind Bell and Gurley. Yeah. In that order. That's fine. Gurley Uh, won.
0: They... I, I like Christian Kirk, the the rookie wide receiver for the Cardinals. I like him. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I like Patrick Peterson. That's about all the people I can name on that team. <laughs> Bradford's there. Still. Yeah. I don't even know. If, I, I don't though? know if Bradford is starting this week. He should not be starting this week. He might be. Do you uh, throw? It's, oh, it's, you it's,
2: throw your rookie quarterback about what? Out in front of what you just considered one of the best defensive if, lines. If
0: you play as bad as the Bills, you have to start doing some things that the Bills do, which is start your rookie quarterback. He's not getting any reps But on this the isn't line. the
2: game to do that, though, right? It, the, you're at the point where— You put your rookie quarterback, his first start, against Khalil Mack.
0: He will have to play against a good defense at some point.
2: I don't think this week's week. <laughs> See, Casey's all about if you're losing, anyways, you no, throw no, him no, out there, no, no, no. and he agrees with me no, on no, no, this
1: no. one. I mean, we had the exact same conversation about Baker Mayfield, where I think this is a good it matchup. Wasn't quite to put the him. Same, same, conversation. Well, no, but I mean, do, when do you sort of? And, and I, I, I don't think that this is the, the team to put in that defense. You don't, you don't, him. The, you don't, you don't
2: set him up for failure. The team
0: you're playing should not factor into whether or not it's time to start your, your rookie quarterback. It, it should. I don't think so. He, he will have to play good defenses at some point. He'll, you, you don't you don't. He to will play have to one make... of the
2: best right now? This offensive line or defensive line is scary good.
1: And you literally take the opposite of this when I said that the Bills should have started their rookie week one? Yeah, he did. I don't remember. And you said something about confidence. and yep.
0: he, Oh, yeah. You could absolutely destroy his confidence. Which was exactly what Khalil Mack would fucking do. <laughs> yeah, but it's not about his confidence anymore. It's about <laughs> it's about the team's chances. Well, the team doesn't have a chance either way. Well, at this point, jo- Josh Rosen. It's bad. Josh Rosen and Josh Allen, mentality wise, are polar opposites. I think Josh Allen is confident oh, in himself. Now he's bringing in mentality stuff. Absolutely. Did Did you see any of the guys pre-draft stuff? Josh Josh Allen. Fuck no! You're the only one that watches the pre-draft. <laughs> you know stuff, the answer to that. That's why you're here. Then then let me tell you instead of <laughs> interrupting me. Josh Allen. Small school guy criticized all the way through the draft process. We're not doing this. Right only, now. only got by because of his big arm. Was that the last game? And I do Is there another one. It, it's close. It, there's one more, but it's it, that's a, that's a fucking wash. All these, there's a good number. <laughs> all of these on games. the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Beat all on to the it. Patriots. Yeah.
1: Patriots. Josh
0: Josh Rosen has a better mental state than Josh Allen.
1: Patriots favored by seven
2: on the road at Detroit Sunday. Ooh, Sunday night. I don't know. He might have some insight on how that Patriots defense runs. He knows that offense. He lined up against it all last season. I'm taking the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, it's the Patriots.
1: Yeah, it's I'm
0: going to have to take the Patriots. Watch for Josh Gordon to get a touchdown in this game.
1: Uh, if he does anything, it's going to be like a deep touchdown pass. I, I think. If he, he does anything, like he'll maybe
0: play. He's playing.
1: I think he gets ten snaps tops.
2: He is confirmed. He's still nursing tops. that hamstring. He is injury. confirmed play. Oh, I'm not.
1: Cons- I wouldn't be concerned with the hamstring. I think that's fine. I think it's other he, factors. At he play is here.
0: confirmed playing. He knows roughly the the offense. I think he gets a touchdown. Oh. That's
1: fine. It would. Be, I think it would be a deep <laughs> run semi catch. It's run Not catch, hard yeah. to learn yeah. an offense. And
0: it's... the bar the ball will probably be in a better spot than he's used to. That's factually correct.
1: All right, so we got through it at a decent clip. Not terrible. we got a little time left. Let me. I teased it. Submit these. It to me. Turns off. We talk, It's been, it's been a, 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 a decent conversation on the Facebook group, which if you're not part of, you should be. It was a, a, a graphic that I think ESPN put up last night listing the nine remaining undefeated teams. we will run down that list for you guys while we're sitting here. And the question that I asked on the Facebook group was, which of these teams makes it the longest? Which we did, in fact, predict at one point. Um, I, uh, I don't have them in front of me. I don't know if everybody else remembers what they picked. But the team I picked is not there anymore. They uh, were out week one when they tied. Well, And it wasn't the Browns. So the remaining teams are the Broncos, Rams, Chiefs, Jaguars, Vikings, Dolphins, Bucks. Bengals and Packers. Which of these teams has the, 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 uh, the undefeated streak last the longest? I gave you guys 20. I, literally, I could, I could screenshot it. I sent it to you last night. You had all
0: day. There is a pedantic argument about winless or winning or undefeated. We mm-hmm. didn't but lose. We're still going to talk about it, though. But I will take the Vikings.
1: Take the Vikings. Yes. And I wanted okay.
0: to say that first so that no one else could take them. And hey, what do you got? As I pull
2: up. My, I, I literally still, I went through this and I, I burned my argument earlier because Ryan barred up for the second time this week and I had to get it out there. I am on the Rams. This team will go the longest undefeated. What
0: what was your argument against them only beating bad teams so far?
2: They did what good teams do against bad teams. They weren't close matchups.
0: They were tied at halftime in the Raiders game.
2: Okay, so you're gonna make Week one, tied at halftime, you yourself sat here and said, statistically, the road team on Monday nights, week one, doesn't play very good. He did, he did
0: Yeah, but statistically, that. the better team almost always wins.
2: And they did. They came out and just smoked them in the second half. Smoked? Yeah. I
1: okay,
0: guess so here's, the, here's the—
1: They well, did. Here's the—I don't even really want to call it a problem because it's not a problem, but uh, I have the Rams losing this week to the Chargers. So I made you the pick, pick so I you, cannot tell you that the Rams are going. Yeah, to Yeah, you team. can't. You
2: can't argue that. I the answer I'm going to give you win.
1: is an un. It's it's a it's a non-answer answer, which is very, <sighs> very much commit. very much a letdown. Um, I think it is the winner of the Week Five Chiefs-Jags game. I believe it's the Jaguars. I honestly believe the Jaguars could go. The distance.
2: Oh, if I had to pick a second, it would be the Jags. The Jaguars' schedule that-
1: is pretty terrible, and they've made yeah. it past the one difficult, really difficult game, in my opinion, being New England. Um, I mean, they do have and- to go to Arrowhead Week 5. That's the only reason that I point at this game and go, well, maybe, because they do have to travel to Arrowhead and play in that environment with a team that has a lot of pieces. It's going to be fun to watch that offense and If that there's defense.
2: any defense that could shut that down.
1: Still a lot of pieces. Still a lot of things to shut down. But it's
2: it's possible, and then Blake Bortles throws for four hundred yards. The other very thing. interesting
1: answer that I I, I had well um, bef-
0: before. You, so so are, are you saying that you believe the Chiefs and the Jaguars will both make it to Week Five undefeated? I do. Okay, I do believe I did, that, and I think the winner of that makes
1: over. it the furthest. Um, the the next best one I had was actually the Packers. I think they. They keep it rolling as long as as Roger stays healthy, which I think is the I, I caveat to any of these. I'm not
2: even like I hate this. Oh, well, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. Well, they didn't win.
1: I they picked the lose. Vikings, so I can't really make I that argument. But it's, that was, not, that was, a, that it's not a who is thing thing going said. to win the most It's who will before that before their first loss. It's undefeated. They have uh, not lost. It literally uh, is in
2: the works. You know how pissed the what seventy five Dolph- what was Seventy two Dolphins would be if one of these two teams went undefeated with a tie. I mean, technically,
1: they still have the better.
2: They would but win, it's, win percentage. Yeah,
1: it's something like that. It's a weird uh, thing.
0: My thing on, on the Jags. I think the Jags are a very good team. Are the Patriots a good team?
2: Should be. Will be. Yes.
0: What part of them is good? Here's Tom. Fucking not name Tom Brady. Brady Bill Bill what part Belichick. of them is good? Okay. Bill Belichick can't make a tackle.
2: No, but he so, will figure out how to. He will scheme so for it. That's what they do. Name someone
0: on that team that's not Tom Brady or probably Chris Hogan.
2: Julian Edelman. Mm, He's not on the Fucking team right Gronkowski. now. Fucking Gronkowski. Not on the team right now. Josh Besides Gordon. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, 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 They have a defensive player on that team.
2: I, Gatskowski. We talked, kicker. we
0: talked about this one. missed once. this week.
1: How many times have they lost an early season game? I'm not saying that it's going to continue. Eventually, it's going to snap. I'm just not going to be the guy that counts.
2: Can't on can't. Is else? this like a no. really? Long, they also get a play foreign last name because uh,
0: no one's named a player on defense. They they are going to be high
1: Hightower,
2: towers high towers in there. the
1: playoffs as a division champion because that division is
2: garbo. Is it? Yes. Miami, undefeated? Miami,
1: undefeated. No, Miami's played garbage teams. It's
0: fine.
2: Buffalo Bills, hello. Yep. To Jets. Mm-hmm. Do you see what they did in week one?
1: Cool your Jets. As Damashek said, they have been blessed with a garbage division and a, generally speaking, top two seed because of that. Yeah. Sick, you get, I mean, you have basically five wins given wait, to Wait, 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 season. wait, wait.
2: I'm, I'm mistaken for a second. We were talking about teams that were undefeated, right? Why the hell are we talking about the Patriots right now? Because
0: that's who the Jags beat.
2: He brought it up. Oh, okay.
1: I think we got off
0: that as we Well, well, the 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 JAG hype is high right now because they beat
2: the Patriots. The jag wagon is high. Everyone's jumping on.
0: The other team the Jags beat not very good. I'm just saying.
2: I mean, the 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 Giants. The flip
1: side of that is you can only play who is on the schedule. You play
2: who's scheduled. It's week two. There's still a lot debating on who's good and who isn't good yet. We saw last year a couple of these zero two teams go on huge playoff runs. We
0: only have the information we have right now. at this moment. Right. Yes. The team that has beat the best teams is Tampa Bay, and not any of none of that's, us has said anything.
1: No, that's factual. I none
0: just, of, us, has, none of not, us. None of us threw out Tampa Bay as the team that will go undefeated. I, the I just can't. They've buy got
2: it. to play. I mean, they beat the Saints I, again to that to You're your point. Get Atlanta at some point. I have point. them losing to Pittsburgh this week. You're going to get Carolina. In individual matchups, I told you, I sold it earlier that I'm high on this team. I don't think this team's going to go the longest undefeated. They just don't seem. You question their defense? Oh, absolutely. And I'm, not, I saying, looked I'm at, not saying they should, but Casey proposed this question: Who's going to be the longest undefeated? And I looked at what I thought was the best all-around football team. Still, the Rams.
1: I looked at schedule. That's what I, that's what I went
0: for. I. I to me, the better overall team is the Vikings.
2: Better than the Rams. They should have won that second game then,
1: and they and they play the Rams week four, which is going to make this match. Yeah. And so one of those probably, te- one of those teams is out of the running week four,
0: and they probably won't miss a field goal.
1: And if you if the, if everyone's following along at home, I have the Rams losing this week. Which means I have the Rams beating the Vikings in that week, which is to what make. causes.
2: It's, it's a whole hodgepodge. It's a whole thing
1: that just, I, I, I
2: uh... did actually look at
1: it all. Yeah, you did so, too much thinking, man. Off of the. That's, I'm trying. You mm-hmm. probably don't
2: hear it often. It's but You true. too much thinking. We're uh, all laughing that De- it'll be Denver.
1: Final question. I, I think game winning drives. Boils down to two, but I, I got to get the opinion on it. As Joey asked on the flip side, after I asked the question about undefeated teams, he went to the other side of things. The list of teams who have not yet won a game. Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Oakland, the Giants, Lions, Seahawks and Cardinals who's the last one to win a game? Oh, if anyone
0: the last the last one to win a game mm-hmm Buffalo uh, which
2: one? <laughs> when do these teams beat up on each other and that's, <laughs> that's part of the potential problem.: Do the Cardinals play the bills this year because no they don't. Nope not a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah.
0: Buffalo uh, <laughs> is worse than Arizona because Arizona has uh, David Johnson. Who does Buffalo have?
1: I mean, right I mean, now, Shady, technically Shady McCoy, McCoy, but I don't know I, that not, that's going to be not, a at thing. Ri-
0: uh, not necessarily at running back, like at all.
1: It's. I mean, it's fair. Literally, that's that. That I, is I the only. guy. It's
2: a toss-up between those two teams for me.
1: That's my answer. I said I
2: don't. I don't know the Buffalo. I mean, wins Arizona again. gets to go uh, beat up on Seattle at some point. Buffalo gets the Jets and the Dolphins. I, Jets are better than Buffalo. Uh, Dolphins are clearly better than Buffalo. Yeah.
1: Easy easy. Yeah, but these division matchups anything can happen. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know that any of these teams go winless, but uh, if it's anyone, my money's on Buffalo. I
0: think
2: Det- they're just Detroit not good way. either.
0: Detroit is not good either, and they're not gonna win this week.
2: No. I think I, I think I picked Cleveland win this week right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All i think we all, did. Yeah, we, we all all did. did yeah so some, uh, cleveland's out of the picture here
0: they, that we all picked cleveland It actually makes me very wary of my pick on cleveland i'll stick with it's it it's fine all right so that's gonna do it for us
1: this week we'll be back next week hopefully maybe some things have shifted to normal i don't know what to think at this point parody is a motherfucker right it's what the nfl's built uh on, i like sort
0: it of. you know uh, it's fun it, it, it it makes it hard to pick games, right? And, That's true. And, and I, I will say that uh, uh, Chad in the pick has is Congrats done, done to Chad, Chad, yes. Congrats oh, to Chad. Yeah, we, didn't we didn't do, do, do the shout-out. Chad won this week. Uh, I am firmly in second place right now. I believe I was second place this week, but he has surpassed uh, me on the overall as well. So, I think?
2: I don't know. But good to Chad. I
1: mean, you said it, so I don't, I don't yeah. actually know. Sure. J- Jam and I talked about it earlier. I let you guys deal with at least something
0: with this. But I... I just look to see where I am, and right now Chad has me by one game. So,
2: um, yeah, one game overall.
0: Yeah, overall. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, on I'm, the season, generally, I'm more concerned with the overall. I guess. Just, yeah. but, well, but I mean, I, we
2: go
1: to week to week for for wins, but the it, overall is kind of a big picture. And so, I, like I do Chad, expect your
2: uh, prize Nothing. pack whenever we figured out what we're sending yeah. Still out. Still no decision. Yeah, right. I wouldn't expect much. To your way, TBD. But maybe a really neat Polaroid of all of us. Uh, maybe. Personalized signed
0: who's got that kind of money mm. for huh. one
2: polar be, be surprised <laughs> Get an eight by ten. All right, so until next week,
1: yep, for these two Fox 6 sure, Andy Hall. Yes. Yeah, this has been just another football show.
2: Bye. <laughs>